Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Yes, we're kicking off a new series of conversations tonight with our Open House human condition guru, Lynn Worsley, on something that if we all truly got it, we would probably change the world forever. This is it. It's forgiveness. can be one of the toughest challenges we can face in the human condition, but can also be one of the most powerful Lynn, welcome back. It's good to be this here. This will be a very interesting and significant topic, I reckon. Give us an overview of where you'll be taking us this week, Lynn. Well, the reason I'm interested in the subject of forgiveness from both a Christian and a psychology perspective is yeah. that in the studies of resilience, um, where we found that adults who appear to be more resilient than others, they have a, a characteristic of um, forgiveness. They wow. seem to find it easier to forgive than others. Mm. Um, so I actually want to look at four things. Um, uh, what is the process of c- forgiveness? Um, can forgiveness actually have negative consequences? Uh, maybe, and also what happens to people when they forgive? And is there a type of person who's more forgiving and what are their characteristics? Good question, yeah. Mm. So let's look at the first one, the process of forgiveness then. Okay, there's a, a woman con called, now I have trouble saying her name, um, Sonia Lubomirsky okay. on the book called pretty good. The How of Happiness. And she's got a chapter on forgiveness and she says that forgiveness is something you do for yourself and not for the person that has wronged you. So run that by me again. Something that you... Something that you do for yourself and not for the person that has wronged you. That's very interesting. Yeah. Because I think probably most of us will be thinking, oh, well, we're quite big about it, and this person's lucky. Yes. But we're yes, the or, ones who benefit. Well, that person doesn't need, my, it doesn't deserve my forgiveness. Yeah. So it's very counterintuitive. Yeah. Don't we generally think of forgiveness as something that we do for others then? Yes. But the true benefit of forgiveness lies in what it does for ourselves. A potential punishment of not forgiving is even weightier than even the perpetrators might receive. In in the imprisonment is the imprisonment of your own anger, for your own unforgiveness. Yes. Now Sonia relays a story of Bill Clinton when he asked Nelson Mandela how he was able to bring himself to forgive his jailers. The great example of forgiveness. Yes. Yes. And Mandela responded, "When I walked out of the gate, I knew that if I continued to hate these people, I was still in prison." Yeah. Forgiveness seems to be a necessity, not a choice if one's to move forward in life, free, weightless and resilient. Yeah. And it's been found that forgiveness can be used as an emotional-focused, emotion-focused coping strategy to reduce a stressful reaction to something that's done to us. Okay, yes. So other studies have found that there's absolutely a, a, a significant, um, statistically significance between forgiveness and resilience. So basically the more resilient you are, the more able to to forgive that you are. Yeah. So I, I always love the practicalities of our conversations. What can we do to perhaps help us with forgiveness, build resilience? So if we've been through a traumatic or hurtful event, how can we get through that with forgiveness then? Yeah, I like to think of the process of forgiveness in a really simplistic way because yeah. that's how Lynn's brain is. Lynn's brain's very simple. <laughs> and Lee, Uncle Lee's as well. <laughs> <laughs> so if forgiveness is not for the other person but for those who who forgive, we need to look at the energy process. Okay, so think about the energy sure. that it's expelled. Yep. So every action has an equal and opposite reaction. We all learnt that in science. Yep. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Yes. 
So it's natural for us to react to anything also in a psychological way. So if someone does something wrong to you, you have a reaction to that which is equal to what has been done to you. So the reaction can come in many forms though. You can be a victim. So if you're a victim, you feel wronged and you feel helpless and you feel depressed and and you and you and you feel really down yep. and and you know helpless. Yes. But you can also react like a survivor. And the survivor is sort of indignant and is angry and has lots of energy and is going to fight and do things in spite of. They won't get me. Yes, I'll survive. But both of those are reactions and both of them hold the equal and equal energy to what has been done to you. Okay, yes. So both of the reactions not only equal the trauma or the hurtful event, but they double the pain of the wow. effect. Okay, yep. Um, on the ones that are traumatized. So the action of the trauma or hurt has an equal reaction of hurt or anger. Mm. So there's another way. Yep. And that is to be proactive in response to the trauma. Forgiveness is not just doing nothing because that'll end up with either an eventual victim or a survivor reaction. Yes. But to be proactive is to respond to the trauma or the hurt in a direction that's much more helpful for everyone. So proactive, being proactive is actually taking the steps towards a more positive future regardless of how much you're hurting. Hmm. Now that's forgiveness. And it sounds easy. (laughs) I think it sounds totally unnatural. Yeah, it does, (laughs) yes. Now a proactive reaction sometimes is doing the opposite to what you feel like doing. Okay, yep. It can change the event to go into another direction. Um, It can also channel the energy towards a different goal. Hmm. And real forgiveness does that. It channels the energy where it belongs and it's neither seeking revenge nor being a doormat. And is it necessary for it to be one way? Like I'm forgiving you, not even sure about what your reaction is going to be. Yes. Yes. And most often it's easy to forgive someone who wants to be forgiven. Yes. Um, But to forgive someone who's not asking for it, is a very, very difficult process. And I think this is where this proactive action is, is okay. comes into play. Yes. If forgive, this, this way of talking about forgiveness is, is the principles that Jesus teaches. He says, turn the other cheek or give the man who asks for something, uh, give him more, give him your coat, give him everything else. Yep. It keeps the energy of the trauma with the perpetrator and away from the victim. So if you've been wronged and you do give them more, they actually somehow get more back to them. Yes, Jesus demonstrated forgiveness with Peter when he denied Jesus. Jesus let him know that he'd done what he'd done and, and not from a place of hurt, not like, oh, you've wronged me, but rather of a concern for Peter's own growth. Yeah. Um, it meant that Peter faced the problem. Devastatingly. Yes. yes. Um, he also, Jesus also showed forgiveness and compassion for Judas. Yeah. You know, he let Judas, Judas know that he knew what he was doing and what he was going to do. And this meant, again, that Judas felt the full burden That's interesting, yeah. of his choice. Yes. Um, and this is the opposite to reaction what's to what's expected and, and what's justified. We're justified to be in a hurtful place and expected to react or retaliate or have re- revenge, but the opposite is to be proactive towards a more positive place. Yeah, yeah. So here's a twist. Um, it's it's just not to lie down and take the abuse or to accept punishment, 
that's undeserved, but rather to do something that doesn't involve a reaction. So if, if somebody's doing something, it may actually mean you don't just let them do it again. No. It may actually mean that you do something that's proactive so that the behavior doesn't continue. That becomes a very difficult process. Yes. But it hardly looks like forgiveness. No, that's oh, right. Okay. Yes. So to make it simpler, if you had, if say you were being traumatized continually by someone, to forgive them would be very difficult. But if you behaved as if the trauma never occurred or you acted as if it didn't affect you or you acted as if you had no fear, you may actually find in that place an answer to how you are to behave with them. I've actually done that without knowing the Worsley wisdom in work situations in my Mm. business, actually, Mm. as if it's not getting to me. And I think that that can be... yes. An empowering thing, actually. Not that I'm perfect by any means, but... In some ways, it takes the self out of it. So it's like, what if I would do... What would I do if I wasn't afraid? So it's not about me anymore. Yes, yes. Um, What would I do if this didn't affect me? It gives you really good information about how to do things. And that moves you from your own personal reaction to the hurt, and it replaces it with an action that's unaffected by the trauma. And there's a certain empowerment in that? Yes. Okay. It gives you information about you, who you would be if the trauma or hurt had never occurred. Yes. Now, one very brave woman said to me very recently, God is not as interested in what, what has happened to you, but who you are in the midst of it. I can understand that, yeah. And also think who we are in our reaction to it. Yeah. So it's it's a this is a hard call. Mm. So you're saying that forgiveness is to act as if something didn't happen, but it's not being helpless or naive. No, no, and it's not it's not necessarily being a doormat no, and letting no. things happen and just saying, "Oh, look, I'll forgive him and and, and take him back," or yes. I'll, I'll 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 let that friend walk all over me and just keep letting her do that. Yeah. It isn't to be helpless. It's actually to to have a set of behaviours which are likely to make you feel less affected by the trauma and clearer about your reaction, which will stop stop the trauma affecting you. It may even help you to move the situation to a place of healing and and help the other person to learn from the situation. Yeah. Can you give us a practical example, maybe without any names or pactrial or a circumstance that you've come across where this is able to have happened? Yeah, I think, you know, in a husband and wife situation, yep. if you have a situation where that somebody is hurting you mm. and uh, continually hurting you, and if you um, just let them do that, that wouldn't be actually forgiving them. That would actually be taking it on yourself with no self-respect. But if they, if you actually turned around and went, okay, what would I say to this person or what would I do if I wasn't afraid then you may actually find that you have in you a sense of who you would be if you weren't affected or you weren't victimised. Yes. And in that, it may mean that you do walk and say, well, I'm not going to tolerate this behaviour anymore. There, there and are then consequences. They, there's some consequences and then they yeah. can get some help. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, it then gives them the opportunity to own what's happening. It's not for revenge or payback, but it may be a proactive response that shows self-respect. Yes. So it's not I'm walking out because you deserve this. I'm walking out here because 
you need to have some self-respect and I've got self-respect. And the self-respect means that you need to go and deal with this. Um, The example who rides a train for free, they get a fine. Or or the woman who's been abused by a husband decides to leave the marriage and bars him from the benefits of the relationship by walking away. Mm. So if, if we don't impose costs, what will stop them from hurting again yeah. and learning. And it's still under the umbrella of forgiveness. Of forgiveness, yeah. yes. So forgiveness is not letting someone get away with abusive behaviour, but letting them have the self-respect to own their own behaviour. Yes. So forgiveness is not to be the victim of another's behaviour and feeling helpless in reaction to them, which in some cases enables the bad behaviour to continue. It's rather a proactive response from someone with self-respect. Even if it goes on and on and on? Yes. Yeah. But if it goes on and on and on, God doesn't design us to be abused. There is a line. There is yes. a very much a line. Yeah. And, and walking away from an abuser enables the abuser to get help. Yes. And so forgiveness is also how would, how would my self-respect be had I not been traumatized? Mm. Um, in a, a study published in 2008, um, it, it demonstrated that spouses who are more forgiving towards their partners who rarely behaved negatively experienced much more marital satisfaction in the first two years of marriage. But spouses who were more forgiving towards partners who frequently behaved negatively experienced sharper declines in marital satisfaction, as would be expected. And the study showed that under some circumstances, forgiveness was actually yielded a negative consequence now, for the forgiver. Why would you explain that? Well, I think their terms of forgiveness is wrong here. Okay, yes. I think what they're talking about is people who will just go, oh, look, I'll accept your sorry and I'll, I'll, I'll take you back and just keep taking back. They weren't actually letting their partners, they weren't treating their partners with self-respect or themselves. Yeah. They were just giving in all the time and becoming more and more helpless. So forgiving needs to be a point of where, what does this other person who's abusing me need? in order to change their behaviour. Sometimes it might be a big shock, actually. So forgiving is really taking yourself out of the situation and thinking for the other in what they need in order to move forward, to be proactive. It's a very brave thing, I think, forgiveness. Yes, yes. And one of the the key things that Jesus talks about is forgiving in in the prayer that he gives us, you know, the Lord's Prayer. Yep that we should forgive those who trespass against us. And I think what that really means is that we need to be in a place where we have uh, self-respect and we can forgive them, but we need to forgive them in a way that enables them also to gain self-respect. Yeah, that's the interesting thing that I've been picking up. It's not um, just a one-way thing that I'm I'm taking a stand on my my self-respect. There is a way in which I'm helping the other person have some kind of self-respect and and grow as well. I'm respecting you as a person so that you can see that you need to have some things, some information here to help you to change so you have a better life as well. Well, that'd be good. (laughs) So we're going to be more practical again uh, next week, a couple of examples where proactive forgiveness can actually help that kind of situation. Yes, yes. So we'll we'll go through and have a look at uh, some little examples that I I have and also to see what happens to people when they forgive. Yeah. 
But you're not going to get Kate and me to play role plays no, not in this forgiveness. Week. <laughs> <laughs> War in the open house office. Oh, dear. Yeah. Lynn Worsley, as always, thank you so much. Good Thanks on you. Again. We hope you enjoyed this open house podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.